Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our Servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Strange Brew is the best place to start your day when you're here in Starkville or if you're uh, in Tupelo and maybe coming to a location near you. You never know with those guys. They're always looking for new places and new people. But, hey, if you really want to start your day with Strange Brew and you don't have a Strange Brew in your backyard like I do, just order it online. StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.MyShopify.com and you can get the coffee delivered right to your door. Start your day the right way wherever you are with Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Guys, we are ticket-talking the way down to Christmas. Santa is, is loading up his sleigh At any day now. you got to be ready. Start ordering those gifts if you haven't already, and order them from collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to shop for the Mississippi State fan in your life. This holiday season, when you're looking for new gear for the family, get it at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. What is it? Feliz Navidad. That's, that's, that's Spanish, right? That's Spanish for Christmas? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so. I learned that song when I was four years old. To this day, one of my favorite Christmas songs. No question. Can't go wrong with it. You can't. You cannot. So, And you can't go wrong with Humble Taco. The, the place is fantastic. So the next time you're in Starkville, Nice cool weather outside. That's not cold just yet. It's just it's it's still it's cool on the edge of chilly. So you just put it. You put on a jacket. Put on a fleece. And you know to warm it, warm your bones. A margarita. Get you get you warmed right up. Now be careful with those. Too many of them will think you're you know you're you're, you're saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> but go grab yourself that. Hey, ask for a little of that homemade hot sauce if you're really really cold. That stuff will warm you up just like that. Put it on your tacos. It's delicious. And they sell it to there. So I think if you, you know, if you like it, which I do, you, you might need a bottle of it, which I have. So Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Give them a try next time you are in town. When you're looking for lunch here in Starkville, or if you're in Oxford, Tupelo, Flowood, Madison, or Columbus, Firehouse Subs is the way to go. And check them out on the app. Get in, get out, place your order, and earn reward points. You can be eating free subs in no time flat. And hey, in the coming, you know, couple ga- games left here in Starkville. If you're looking for something for your tailgate or for any uh, occasion, hey, Thanksgiving parties, Christmas parties, whatever you're doing. If you're looking for some appetizers or something else, something different, Firehouse Subs party platters are the way to go. Contact your local Firehouse Subs subs and get a quote on a party tray today. You'll be the hit of your party when you show up with Firehouse Subs. Mike Leach is going to try some kickers out. That wasn't no joke. If, you, if you're on TikTok, if you're on Twitter, you saw videos being sent to the man all day long of people kicking. Nobody snapping in those videos. No, no, no long snappers or, 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 or holders. 
We're kicking off the tee there, but that's fine. That's fine. I'll, I can live with it. But that said, Robbie, you were at the press conference today. Beyond needing kickers, what was uh, Mike Leach talking to us about today? I mean, that pretty much was it. I I asked the first question. My first question was, what is the uh, the turnout been like for your uh, your kicking situation? And he went right into it. You know, I, I, part of me thought, you know, maybe he was just joking around. But the other part of me was like, I mean, he's pretty serious about everything he says. I, I don't really – I don't think that he's going to be um, joking about this. I think he really does want to get uh, a new kicker in there possibly. I think he just wants – competition more than anything and that's what a lot of people are missing here it's not you know everybody's upset not everybody but a lot of people are upset about him throwing his players under the bus or whatever but this is an old school tactic this is a this is this is something that should light a fire under Brandon Ruiz and Nolan McCord if you if you're a true competitor you don't hear what Mike Leach said and say, well, I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to transfer. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that's what you get in today's age of sports. In the past, when something like this happens, competition breeds excellence. Mm-hmm. Excellence comes out of this competition. If, if Brandon Ruiz and Nolan McCord are true competitors, they're taking this as a challenge, and they're coming out of this better players. I we'll think see the, what happens. The biggest thing for me is, and I've seen a lot of people talking on, on social media about it. Yeah, coaches on the bench or in the locker room, they, they let you have it. You know, I, I certainly in my my playing days, which, you know, not any glory days there, you know, if I'm not playing the lowest level of high school football <laughs> you can in the state. But, I mean, I got cussed out, and I got, I got beaten up verbally. It happens. I get that. The difference for me is I, I never saw – I don't know how many coaches do it just out in the press conference like that. Normally it's a locker room thing. It's a, a on-the-bench thing. It's not here's – after the game in front of everybody, here's what I'm saying thing. That's a little – it's just a little weird to me. But I, I do agree with the basic premise there that you'd like to see them turn this negative into a positive and come out and, and you know claim this job and be done with it. So that sort of begs the question, though, Robbie, do you think we're going to see a different kicker when state heads to Auburn this Saturday, and I'm by uh, different, I, I mean somebody we haven't, you know, they're doing a, a, a feature on him. At the this is the guy that won the tryout, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. I, I don't know, you know, how the rules work on all that. You know, he he mentioned the the kicker that he got in 2008 that was kicking at halftime in a competition. And you know they the the coaches saw that, and Mike Leach was so impressed with his form. He was talking about how great the guy's form was today, mm-hmm. and how you know when the ball left the tee, it just looked beautiful. So it, you know it's he saw that they invited the guy in for a tryout, and within you know a week or whatever, he's kicking for Texas Tech. I don't know what the rules are. Well, um, with bringing kids in just out of nowhere and let, allowing them, to we have we have an uh, a, a, an example. Just what was it two years ago, where Vanderbilt brought the girl from the soccer team in late yeah. in the season. That's true. So my guess is, as long as you're academically eligible, you can walk on even at this late stage, and you know, and be uh, on the team, whether it you know, whether you're male or female. So yeah. my guess is if, if somebody comes out and they do this tryout and he, they're incredibly impressive, 
we might see them. I don't know when you're going to ha- hold this tryout. I don't know how quick the turnaround is going to be on that, but it's it's very interesting. Beyond that, did Leach have anything worth uh, worth mentioning here in his press conference? Not really. You know, it, he was asked a couple questions. I asked him a question about Auburn, and you know, just talked about how they um, they were aggressive and things like that. He didn't really have a whole lot to say uh, outside of the kicking stuff. I mean, that was that kind of dominated the conversation today. Was uh, the kicking situation, which I don't think I've ever been in a press conference where kickers were talked about more than this one. Yeah, but that's kind of the that's kind of where Mississippi State is right now. I mean, you can't well, be kicking upset it cost them games. I mean, more and, than and, one, more than this one. And you know, like we've seen it from the defense, we've seen it from the offense. The offense is at its best right now. The defense has been good enough. You can't really be upset about either one of those. So. The last thing you're really worried about fixing is special teams. So that's kind of the only thing that we all have to complain about at this point. Um, and, you know, from, from there, you know, what do you do? But whenever he comes out and he mentions an open uh, tryout and you start seeing all these people sending videos and stuff like that, it's, mm-hmm. it takes control of the press conference. Yeah, I can definitely uh, – I, de- I mean, I, I get that. I get that. And, you know – I mean, he gave good quotes again. I, I, I still go back to what I said. I think Leach is getting – I don't know if more confident is the right word because I think he was probably always confident that things were going to start going the way he wanted them to. But I think he's starting to see things going the way he wants them to, and that's why we're starting to get some of these classic – like the quote today about 5 million Mongol warriors. Fantastic. That was great. Mongolians. We, you know, we, we, we got that today. But – or is that, I think it's because he's starting to feel like the program is is getting where he wants it to go. Absolutely, it is. we talked yeah. about it yesterday. It is. Yeah, the, this offense starting to hum a little bit, and uh, you know Will Rogers is getting really confident, and Leach has kind of carried himself differently in the last few weeks. Uh, this he's carried himself much differently than what we've seen from him. He was kind of standoffish, annoyed, and things like that when you see him come in. But now it seem, he seems to be comfortable in there. He seems to be really enjoying himself. Um, you know, he's, he sat there and had a conversation with us after uh, the press conference, things like that. So I think he's starting to get in his comfort zone and, and kind of where he usually is uh, with his program. This is year two. We always talk about year two has been the next step for his teams, and it looks like – that's where Mississippi State is. Now you just – you want to see it all come together to the point where Mississippi State's winning these ball games that they've struggled to win. They've struggled to finish out. And when you do that, then you have a team that's really in business. You know what? what's interesting to me is if you take the, the performance of State this past Saturday, which wasn't good enough to win at, uh, at, at Arkansas, but if I can get what Auburn did, if they give us the same performance they gave this past Saturday – well, State's going to walk out of Auburn with a win. No question in my mind. Auburn played incredibly poorly. Now, you know and I know that Bo Nix is a different player home and away. The splits, I mean, if you really look at them, it's, it's obvious. This past year, this year we're in, uh, the game at Arkansas was really statistically his first really good game. Even the LSU game, he, had, he didn't play particularly great. He just made a couple of crazy plays in that game. So... But at home, he's, he's a different animal. He is just a very solid quarterback at home. 
So State's going to have to get to him early, I think, and sort of get him flushed from the pocket and see where it goes from there uh, for Mississippi State to have a chance to win. And then offensively, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. Now, this is a very good Auburn defense. Uh, they can get after the quarterback. So we'll see what, what happens. You know, we got a lot of preview coming on, on that this week. Let's look, uh, you know, we, we did we did the bowl projections last week. <clears throat> I, I just made a word up, Robbie. I don't know if you heard it. Proje- projections? Projections. I combined pro- projections and predictions, and I get you projections. Well, so, sounds good to me. I think you need to put a a patent, a copyright, trademark, whatever. I need on to it. do that. I agree. Let's get back to that this week. I think, I think after seeing Alabama and the way they struggled with LSU, I, I don't know, man. I don't know that they're going to get in. I know they're two, but one loss and they're out for good. And I, yeah. they, I think if they lose to Georgia, they might just be out in the SEC championship game. I think they got to win the SEC. I, I, you know, I I said this the other day. There's no one else that that really, you know, stands out to me, and I don't think anybody is great outside of Georgia. Right. I mean, behind Alabama, you have Oklahoma, who really struggled against Kansas, and they struggled against Tulane earlier in the year. You have Cincinnati, who they beat Notre Dame, but they haven't really played anybody else uh so and they don't play you know sec teams or anybody like that on a weekly basis ohio state lost at at home to oregon uh who is a really good team but i mean there's just not a whole lot of teams behind alabama that's overly impressive and alabama i mean let's be honest i I think they're allowed to struggle in one game right um, you know, they lost to Texas A&M, but other than that, they've been pretty dominant against everybody else. I mean, they, they, they just mowed the field with, with Ole Miss, who is a top 15 team. And Mississippi State. And Mississippi State, who was 17th last week, mm-hmm. which you can argue, some people are arguing that that was just to prop up Alabama. I don't know the committee's intentions. Seems unlikely. But there's just, there's just not that many teams that I look at that I feel like can supplant Alabama. On a neutral field, I still feel like Alabama's beating everyone else. I agree. With, I agree with everything you're saying. I just feel like the committee, if there's a bunch of undefeated and one loss teams, if Georgia beats Alabama, they're going to be out. Over uh, who's going to be over them? If Oregon has only one loss, they're getting in. If Ohio State has only the one loss to Oregon, they're getting in. If Oklahoma is undefeated, they're getting in. It should be that way. Yeah, should be that way. I think that's going to be the case. Um, so I'm, I, what, and, that, I, and and that would be, you know, that would be better for college football to have different conferences, different teams in there than just mm-hmm. Alabama's in there every single year, and you have two SEC teams in there. Right. So uh, what I'm going to do more then, fun Robbie, for us to watch those two go at it again. What I'm going to do, Robbie, is we're going to do these bowl projections, projections with Alabama out. So that puts Alabama into the Sugar Bowl. Georgia into the playoff. Alabama would go to the Sugar Bowl. But what if I don't want Alabama out? Why do you get to make the decisions? Why do you get to make the rules? This is not a dictatorship. Shut up. Uh, all right. We can do Shut both. up when I'm talking. We can do both. All right. Let's do, let's do without, and then we'll, go, we'll come back and go in, okay? Okay. That's what she said. So, Alabama is out. My mother's listening to this. 
I'm sorry, Miss Falk. I apologize. So Alabama goes to the Sugar Bowl. That would send Texas A&M to the Citrus Bowl in all likelihood, which is a good spot for them. They have never been to the Citrus Bowl. It works, right? They're probably playing. Uh, that would be that'd be so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you never, like, you never te- seen it. Yeah, that that would be a weird. It'd be the same fit. as if State or Ole Miss were there too. I mean, but that's where I'm thinking right now. So that, Texas A&M there, right? Then you have the the pool bowl, the pools, right? You have the the the, the pool six, bowl, the the bowl pool. I meant to say, you have the six bowls that are they, regardless of how we look at them, and we obviously look at them different, right? We would look at the Outback Bowl as more prestigious than the Liberty Bowl, but in the eyes of the conference, all of these bowls are equal. I'm gonna, I'm adding a team to our our list here, by the way, this week. So this is where we're picking from. We're picking Ole Miss, Auburn, Arkansas, Mississippi State. And then from the east, we're picking Florida, maybe. I'm going to say Florida gets to six. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. I'm putting South Carolina in. Yeah, they just need one more. They're going to beat Clemson. They're going to beat Clemson. Oh, I could say that. Oh, we, I thought I thought that might be one we disagreed on. Okay, well, we'll get to it, all right? So we have six bowls and nine teams. Then in the second tier, you have the Birmingham Bowl and then the Gasparilla Bowl. The Ugh. I'm sorry, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Rest oh in peace, God. the bad boy mowers. Gasparilla Good God. The, you, know there's, there, you know there's a lot of bowls when you're getting down to things you've so, never heard of. Well, here's the thing. I've never Robbie. heard of that company. We've got – Eight bowls for nine teams. So somebody, if they're going to go to a bowl, is going to a non-SEC affiliated bowl. I don't know where that bowl is. I don't know where the uh, the possibilities are. But anyway, let's get to them. And to be honest, so no, with you, nobody can be left out. Somebody could be left out. I guess. I mean, it's six and six. South South Carolina, probably. Well, let me ask you this. Six and six South Carolina or six and six Mississippi State? Who gets the bid? Mississippi State. You sure? South Carolina's a bigger fan base. Yeah, but they've been, Mississippi State has the more impressive resume. I don't know that the conference looks at things like that. They look at money. So I don't know. But we'll sure, but they, I I don't know how much more money they would make off of South Carolina in a six and six bowl. Well, I mean, it's probably going to be like the Carolina hasn't been to a bowl. They didn't go to a bowl, what, for two years? Yeah, but how much money are you making? Straight. How much money are you making in like the Birmingham Bowl? How much I get what money? You're saying. I get what you're saying, but I don't see the as that big of a difference. Well, let's try to figure this out. So, you know, we were just saying like there's not supposed to be a difference, but there kind of is, right? So Kentucky's getting the best pick, right? Because they're probably going to be nine and three. I think they're going to win. Their, they have uh, three non-conference games. They have Vanderbilt. I'm sorry, they have Vanderbilt. Then I think it's New Mexico and then Louisville. They're going to win all three and finish nine and three. So they're probably going to the Outback Bowl. I could see that. Okay. The next. But I don't know, man. They they looked really bad the other day. Like they did. But not they really bad. They didn't look really bad, but well, I mean, the well, defense wasn't that good game? against State. They couldn't move the football at all, right? Yeah. Against Tennessee, they just couldn't stop them. So it's like put a complete game together. Why don't you? Yeah. But still, at nine and three, you have the best record. You're going to the Outback Bowl. Yeah. So then, the next bowl up for me is still in Florida. It's probably going to be the Gator Bowl. 
Ole Miss went to this last year, right? So they're probably not going back there. This might be Auburn. Is that where they went? I thought they went to Outback. Did they go to Outback? You're right. You're right. You're correct. Well, then they might go to Gator then. Yeah. This is either this. I think Gator is either going to be Ole Miss or Auburn. Now, if Auburn beats Alabama somehow, then then maybe some things switch around. But I'll say that I'll I'll give this one to Ole Miss. If Auburn if Auburn beats Alabama and they and they win out here, they're going to be in the Sugar Bowl. Is that right? No, I think A and M would stay ahead of them. A and M would go to the Sugar Bowl. Okay. They would be in Capital One Bowl. They would be at the Citrus. Well, no, I mean, Alabama, Cit- Citrus Bowl. No, no, Alabama at ten and two, ten and three. That would really muddy the waters because it would. You're, but you're, they're, they're still Alabama's not. Oh, okay. I want to. I just want to have a, a quick comedy moment. Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide in the in the in the Gator Bowl. Ugh. Can you imagine? Talk about not selling any tickets. And they would be. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't want to be there at all. They wouldn't want to be there. But whoever they, have they been a, in the that's against have the, they been in the playoffs. Team. Have they been in the playoffs every year? No, they didn't go the year LSU won it. That's the only year they didn't make it. Nineteen. Nineteen. Now here's okay. here's now here's where it gets. What really bowl fun. were they in? Were they in the? They um, went to the Citrus Bowl, Bowl and they murdered uh, Michigan State, as I recall. Yeah, you're so, right. Here, here's the other thing, Robbie. Let's. What what if that's that's against an ACC team? Could we get Alabama Clemson in the Gator Bowl? Uh, what's wait? What what is what is Clemson's record? Clemson's yeah, let's let's find out. No, they're not. They're not. No, no, no. You got to think in terms of the ACC. There's not a lot of great teams there. They could literally be like the fourth best team. So Clemson is one, two, three, four. Five, six. They have six wins. They still have games with Connecticut, Ugh. who they're going to beat. Wake Forest, who's good, and and South Carolina. So they're probably going to go seven and five at worst, eight and four at best. I think they'll lose to Wake Forest. And they're not going to be in that good of a bowl. How many teams do you think from the out the ACC are going to bowls, man? The ACC is terrible. Well, they're they're going to be behind Wake Forest, North Carolina State. They'll be behind those two. Who else? So what? Yeah. What other bowl? What bowls are they going to get? Well, the ACC champion will go to the Orange Bowl. So that'll go to Wake Forest. That'll go to Wake in all likelihood. NC State will go to. Um, they could get. Hey, hold on, let me see this. Now, yeah, you got me working here. Uh, the Outback Bowl can be an ACC team. Last year it was a Big Ten team, so the ACC. So that's probably where NC State ends up is the Outback Bowl, and then. I mean, Clemson. Clemson could go to the Gator Bowl. They could do it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just preparing you. I just want to have the moment of comedy where preseason playoff matchup Clemson versus Alabama is instead played at the Gator Bowl. Oh, I would love that. That would be that one would of the funniest things ever. But I let's mean, just, let's get they would. Ab- I mean, Nick Saban would absolutely destroy oh, Dabo in a game. He would. he would. All right, so we got Ole Miss going to Gator. We have Kentucky in the Outback. So we're probably sending Auburn to Music City. Okay. At eight and four. Okay. That means now we've got, we've still got five teams left for these three bowls here. I'm sorry, we have six teams left for five bowls, is what we have. 
The Texas Bowl is the interesting one because I honestly think that that's where State ends up. But they need to they need to get to they seven. They, maybe. I think they might need to get to seven. The Texas Bowl has taken six and six teams before, though. Yeah. So let's just say State to Texas. The thing That's about where, this, uh, Brett McMurphy the thing about, has been projecting. St- Brett McMurphy has projected State in the Texas Bowl for the last month. I really think the conference is going to say they haven't been to Texas yet. Send them there. The thing about these bowls is like there's, it doesn't feel like there's an actual like hierarchy to them other than like the like a few. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets to where, like, what's the best matchups? You know, who's been where? Things like that. Like, this, yeah. it's hard to really peg down, you know, where somebody will be because there's no, like, official, like, hierarchy, really. So, Tennessee is probably going to finish 7-5. and five. They have Georgia this weekend, but then they play South Alabama and, tennis, and Vanderbilt. So, at 7-5, and five, don't you think they're headed to, to the Dukes-Mayo Bowl? Yeah, makes a lot they're of sense, wanna, right? They're want to they're going to want to get them out of the state of Tennessee. But so I, I'm going to mark off is Music not City. that far from Knoxville either. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to knock them out of Music City in Liberty. So they're going to Duke, and so now it's Arkansas to Liberty Bowl. That's a good that's a good place for Arkansas to go. Ton of Arkansas fans will make the trip to Memphis. Yeah, that would be a good spot. Okay, and then we've got uh, who have we left out? South Carolina. And uh, we left somebody out, Robbie. Who did we leave out in the West? Uh, Florida. Florida. Okay. They're not. In the We're West, making an but... assumption with Florida, right? Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna win two of their final three at least, <laughs> which is just hilarious to think about. It's amazing that we're talking about they have to close strong here to to get a bowl game. Well, here's the thing: if if we're if we're making the right, even at seven and five. I mean, I, I don't know where you send Florida. I mean, do you send Florida Liberty. to Liberty over Arkansas? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, Liberty is no longer, like, the worst bowl. No, second here's worst what I'm bowl. thinking. It's it, changed. it goes back to money. Arkansas fans will sell that stadium out. Florida won't send anybody. Yeah, Arkansas is now where Mississippi State was in, like, 07. Yeah, I was thinking 13 especially. Either, I don't know. either one, either yeah. one. They'll, they'll, they'll sell there's 30, a lot of excitement. Tickets. You know, they're they're going back to a bowl game this right. year. They treated last week the 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 celebration last week was like, yeah, they just won the SEC West. Right. So like that's how it's there. Would would Florida go to Duke's Mayo over Tennessee at seven and five? Uh, I'm not real sure. That's the that's the tricky one the because tricky one. I say Tennessee gets in ahead of them. They they have more momentum. They're the sexier thing right now. I'm, I'm, yeah. We're going to stick with this. Now, the biggest key in all of this is Mississippi State needs to win an extra game. They need to be 7-5 and five or they're going to be in this next tier down. They're going to Birmingham if that, if that happens. Nobody would be excited about that. No, but that's where you're Nobody wants there. to go to Birmingham. To that we're assuming 7-5 and five for Mississippi State. So we'll send Florida to Birmingham. Oof. Is that right? Yeah. Florida nice. goes to Birmingham. <laughs> Ooh, is that enough? So did I, I? I must have missed. I must have made it. This is what we've done it again, Robbie. I think we've. Done I haven't it done it. I haven't. I did it. it. I'm I, I, I'll take the blame. Because uh, yeah, all we, I think all we have left is South Carolina, and they would go to that Gasparilla Bowl, which they would be thrilled to go to. By the way, 
Yeah, they'll take anything at this point. Them and Arkansas will go, they'll, they'll take anything. So if we go back to what you were saying, then well, let's put Alabama into the playoff. Everything sort of bumps up a notch, and it comes a lot easier for Mississippi State. Even at six and six, you're probably still in that top tier of bowls. Because then you got Texas A&M going to the Sugar Bowl. Kentucky at nine and three is probably going to Capital One or Citrus. I'm sorry, the Citrus Bowl. And then everything else is just sort of where it was. Uh, you had Kentucky. We had Kentucky in the uh, Gator Bowl or in the Outback Bowl. Maybe that ends up being Auburn or Ole Miss, and, and you just sort of mess around like that. I think State still stays in the Texas Bowl, even at 6-6, six and six, if, if Alabama can get into the playoffs. That would be fun. Yeah, trip to Houston after the new year. So there you go. All right, let's move on into our SEC picks. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Don't forget, when you're at the grocery store, nobody is going to complain when you say, we're having steak tonight. If, I tell you this, if you tell me, hey, Brian, my family complained when they said because I said I was cooking steaks, I'm just going to tell you to get a new family because they need to be out. Nobody's complaining about steak in my house because steak is delicious. So when you go to the grocery store, fill it up with steak, with ground beef to make burgers, to make pasta, to make whatever it is you're looking for. Beef has the dinner solutions for you. And if you're looking for recipes, you go to msbeef.org, and they've got a ton of them there. You're supporting your local Mississippians when you buy beef, 15,000 beef providers in this state alone. So beef. It's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Well, that could be what's for dinner, too, when you live here in Starkville. And it should be pretty often because Two Brothers is such a fantastic place to go. Anytime you're looking for a great lunch or a great dinner, Two Brothers can always be one of your options. The food is fantastic, and it's stuff that you just can't find anywhere else. It's not just barbecue. It's smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems has a simple two-way plan to take care of your business, and it's the plan they've executed for their customers for nearly 50 years. This is, it's, it doesn't get any easier than this. Offer your customers an incredible selection of products, everything their business needs to grow from a technological standpoint, and then back every sale you make up with the kind of customer service you'd expect from your next-door neighbors. And that's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your next-door neighbors. They are a Mississippi business first and foremost so call them today find out how they can help you that number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com find out how advantage business systems will help your business do business we got some 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 trash ones here robbie but we've got some pretty good games i think we might have some disagreements let's get into it obviously we'll both take alabama to beat up on new mexico state right i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't want to go the other way on that one would you that that's a tricky one but um, for the sake of, of wanting to uh, not put too much on the line here, I'm going to go with Alabama. And then I think we'll both take the Florida Gators to bounce back against Samford. But I tell you this, if Samford wins, buddy, they're going to have to send an ambulance to my house. Didn't, I, will, um, I will be did, laughing in an uncontrollable fashion. Didn't State give up like 600 yards to Samford? Yeah, I remember that 16. game. That was the Peter Sermon year. Yeah. Well, you know, I think. Wait, you don't think? <laughs> I think Christian Robertson, isn't that his name? He was a Robertson, GA yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a better DC yeah. than, than Peter Sermon at this point. So I think he can handle this. Robbie, we talked about her earlier. I think your mom is a better DC than Peter Sermon. Think my she mother, can call it better. My mother knows 
how to dial up a blitz when she That's needs right. You know how she dialed up a blitz? She just told Big Daddy that you've been acting up, and, the, and then the blitz came for you. No, she just took care of it herself. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. All right, let's get into the conference games here then. Uh, number one team in the nation, Georgia, travels to Tennessee. If we were betting against the spread, Robbie, the plus 21 is enticing. Yeah. But Tennessee's playing pretty well right now. Well, since we're just going win-loss, it's, it's, it's got to be Georgia. I'm going to say that this is going to be the most offense produced against Georgia this season by anybody. I, I think Tennessee is going to be able to move the ball a little bit and score some points. I just – I don't think that Georgia is going to drop a game here. I think they're on a mission, and I, I think they're – at worst, they're going to get to a national championship game. They have the roster to win it, but that, they should win this ball game. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, next up, here's one. Here's an interesting one. South Carolina, who's got to be riding high, but they got to go on the road to Missouri. This is a tough one, Robbie. I'm going to go first because you know what? I know you're behind, so I'll give you an opportunity here. You're a gentleman. I just have not been impressed. Missouri is a team I had a lot of high hopes for. I thought they could have been that team that's sort of done what Kentucky's done this year. I mean, that that third-place team in the East. But they've taken a big step back. And South Carolina, I way underestimated Shane Beamer. The guy can coach. And I think he's going to get that program going in the right direction. They call that a winning streak. I'm going to go with the Gamecocks. Yeah, I think I am too. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean – I just don't think Missouri's good at all. I, I think South Carolina has shown the ability to not only compete with teams, but to win some games against some solid teams. Um, you know, they were they were in position against Kentucky. Of course, they ju- they just destroyed Florida, and that was a team that was so much more talented than them. I think Missouri's really bad. I think South Carolina is is moving up a little bit. Missouri's too bad. I, I'm taking the Gamecocks. All right, I thought that might be one for you there. Uh, game of the week, college game day to Oxford. The hate ad for game day campaign is underway. I say if Iowa, Iowa State had a rival fan there, why not this game? I'll go up there and represent the Aggies. Uh, I mean, I've got a maroon shirt. It's no problem. Uh, here's the truth of this matter for me, Robbie. Texas A&M can run the football, and Ole Miss can't stop the run. It makes it pretty simple. I'm going to go with the Aggies. Yeah, I am too. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of people picking Ole Miss in this game, some of them by a touchdown. Jeez. I just don't see that. I, I think A&M's defense is really good. I think they're going to be able to uh, get off the field, and I think your game plan in this ball game should be we're going to run the football with Isaiah Spiller until they stop it, and um, we can set up some pass plays if we need to. But A&M should be able to score on this team. Uh, especially if they're running the ball. So I'm taking the Aggies. All right. Kentucky is at Vanderbilt. Surely the Wildcats can snap out of this funk and uh, and get it going here. I'll take the Wildcats to do just that. I, I Vanderbilt is not winning a game. They're not winning another game this year. Two and ten for the, for the Commodores. Yeah, they got their two wins in against Connecticut and Colorado State. Colorado State, yeah. Um, that's it. Kentucky's gonna be in dudes. Kentucky's gonna end up uh, getting out of uh, their funk, like you said. Yeah. Offensively, they're gonna be able to 
run the football at will. They'll probably rush for 300 in this game like they have in those other games against bad teams. And then the greatest interim head coach of all time, Ed Orgeron, hosts the Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm a little worried about Arkansas here because I feel like emotionally they were very high last week. They put a lot into that game. Now they Mm -hmm. won. And now they got to travel to LSU, an LSU team with nothing to lose. That's getting a little healthier. Some of their players are coming back. I went first on every other controversial one. You're going to go first on this one. Gosh, this is an interesting one. I, I don't think Arkansas is very good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sold on them. I think they're. I think they're pretenders. Um, and I, I'm. I'm not saying that because Mississippi State lost to them. I just. I think their offense is solid. Um, their defense is just okay. I I think LSU has more talent here, and they're playing at home. This could be one that gets into Arkansas's head uh, when they get in that kind of atmosphere. And, you know, they haven't beaten LSU a whole lot in the last few years. I'm going to go with the Tigers. They were so close to winning a ball game against Alabama last week. I'm going to say they're going to win this one. So do I want to? Do I want to go against you here? This is a big one here. We still got two weeks to go, but we do, we do. I'd like to be one up for the rest of them, though, because that that means I win. I, I I'm torn. I'm really torn, just like you were. I just feel like LSU's playing so loose, but Arkansas, you know, Pittman keeps that team pretty loose too. He does. You know what? Let's make a move here. Yes, sir. I'll go with the Hawks. Oh, here we go. All right, I'll take the Hawks. So, that's the game to watch. 6.30 kickoff for Robbie and I to see who gets ahead. All right, it's Rumblings time. Robbie, fire off the tweet. Don't forget to lock your tweets. Lock your lock tweets them up. in. Don't... Only Brian and I can uh, and look, answer. means you can't reply to Robbie's tweet. And, Robbie, please put that in the tweet. In fact, Robbie, I got a better idea. Lock your tweet. You lock your tweet and nobody can reply, and they'll, they'll figure it out. I'm trusting y'all to figure it out. Make it happen. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.